Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline, where we talk all about finding our freedom from society's beliefs, our parents' beliefs, our past trauma, and kind of the behaviors and ways that we learn to act for survival and connect to our true self and be that true and authentic self in our everyday lives and create a life that reflects those things with relationships that are nourishing, with jobs that are really in alignment with our true purpose, um, places that nourish us and everything like that. So super excited to have you guys here and last week's episode I did my best (laughs) to record but I am getting over COVID so Um, It was definitely a very uh, challenging episode to record 15 minutes talking straight when it's like hard to breathe, but I'm happy to be back with you guys and to be healthy and to just have like a really intense packed episode for you guys. So I'm just going to do a quick business update. Um, If you guys have an interest in working with me, if you've been enjoying the podcast, all those things and just up top, if If you like the podcast, leave a five-star review and a written review. It really just helps people find the podcast. It helps uh, the podcast get on charts. It helps um, just more people get this good, good information into their ears and just helps people kind of open their eyes to some things and start their healing journey. So as far as business updates... I am still doing, you know, tarot and oracle card readings on my website, and for the first week of January, they're going to stay $33, and then after that, they're going to be $55. You can book that on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes to kind of book readings, and also the link to book an intro coaching call. I'm looking to take two six-month or a year coaching clients, and that is, you know, that could be for your business if you're trying to be an entrepreneur or can be for, you know, just if you're realizing that a lot of things are out of alignment in your life and you're just wanting someone to support you in moving forward and creating a life that feels really good for you. So if you want someone to support you with moving somewhere, with, you know, leaving a relationship that's not serving you a job, kind of like starting your own side hustle or your own business or all those things definitely reach out to me I would love to support you guys so that is really what I'm offering right now are the readings that you can book on my website and then looking to have two six month to a year coaching clients Um, I'm gonna have some more like kind of mid-level cost things coming out I plan to have a program coming out this year called freeing yourself and it's gonna kind of be like a hand-in-hand um, program with the podcast and kind of journal prompts and videos and kind of lessons to kind of integrate some of the lessons and things that I've shared on the podcast. And I think it would be really supportive and there's going to be live calls and everything like that. And I'm going to have some other trainings and creative mentorship and just some really cool things coming this year. So really excited about that and just 2022 and moving forward. So as far as a life update, (laughs) 
Oh my god, I feel like since like a couple days before Christmas, I feel like I've been floating and I'm finally like coming back to earth because all of these crazy things have been happening in my life. Um, Some really crazy news about my dad has come to light, which really isn't that surprising because if you listen to the podcast, you know that um, he kind of sucks and is a narcissist, Um, but he's just doing more narcissist stuff that's damaging to my family. So I've been trying to deal with that and help my sisters. Not going to go into too much of what that is, but I'm sure you could guess. Um... And just uncovering some really intense truths about my past partner and him completely not being the person I thought he was. Um, And there's been a lot of grief there on uncovering the truth of who he really is and that he is mean, (laughs) among other things, mean and a shitty person. Um, And I don't say that lightly and I don't say that really ever like I give everyone a chance and I see the good in everyone um but some people just can't really um be fixed I guess and this episode is gonna kind of be talking about that and love bombing and narcissistic personality disorder and manipulation because I've been doing a lot of research on it in the past two weeks when I've kind of figured out that I I think my last partner was a narcissist and really very much fooled me and I was very much manipulated. Um, So I've done a lot of research on this um, with psychologists and just different things and really dove deep into this topic. And I really want to release this episode on this, even though I've been scared and anyone that's suffered from narcissistic abuse or things like that understands what I mean because you're scared of retaliation and they make you feel small they make you feel isolated they make you feel like you can't uh speak out and I definitely do plan to do an episode on healing from a relationship like this because I think this is a story um unfortunately that people know decently well um So, yeah, I just wanted to do this episode because I think, like, love bombing can be something that people don't know about, and it can be very confusing when you're in this back-and-forth type of relationship, and it can be disguised as so many different things um, that I just wanted to kind of raise awareness about what all of these things are so that if, you know, you're going through this, you feel supported in this and feel like you can get help and feel like you can get out um so yeah I'm gonna go into kind of love bombing first yeah love bombing is and I want to make the distinction too that I think what was so confusing for me or what can be so confusing for people is if you've never (coughs) If you've never really been in love before and you're kind of just like, oh, this moves fast and it's all these things and it's so crazy and amazing, um, that can be really confusing. So basically the idea of love bombing is, is that you get into a relationship and it seems like it's everything that you've ever wanted and they're kind of telling you, I love you, maybe like a little bit soon, but you're not thinking it's weird because it's like, oh my god, this person is everything I ever wanted them to be. And they're saying like, 
I love you. Maybe they're wanting to go on trips. Maybe they're throwing around like the word like you're my soulmate. They're like, I want to marry you. Like all of this stuff in like the first month or something of dating like really, really fast. But you know, you're in love too. And you're like, oh my God, this is the person I've always been waiting for. Um, So you get caught up in all of the craziness as well. Um, And the, the whole purpose of this from the narcissist perspective is they really don't have a sense of self. So they become who you want them to be so that you fall in love with them and they they do this because they're they have like they are entitled and they come off as kind of grandiose but deep down they're really insecure so they need this validation that you're giving them in the love bombing phase so they they become this person and another thing that i've learned that i think is important to emphasize that is that these people, you know, through social media or if you have a podcast like me or whatever it is, they collect information on you and they come off very curious in the beginning because they're collecting information on you to become the person that you've always wanted and needed and, you know, does all the things that your ex wouldn't do and they're the perfect partner and they're collecting this information. And I want to say too that this is complex and the narcissistic person in your life or the narcissist that is doing this to you and someone can love bomb and not be a narcissist or maybe just have narcissistic traits or like, you know, someone could do this that is just very insecure and needs validation as well. But the person that's doing this, a lot of times they're not they're not like consciously aware and that doesn't mean what they're doing isn't harmful because it is and what comes after the love bomb phase is horrible but a lot of times they're not aware of this they're not you know plotting like I'm gonna do this love bombing thing where I make this person fall in love with me for validation and then discard them like they don't know why they're doing this they know that this has probably been a pattern in relationships before but they don't know why they're doing what they're doing you know they probably like they don't see that they're manipulating you to get the validation they need because basically these types of people are very insecure and just need supply of validation and being in love is a lot of validation so you have the love bombing stage it lasts however long it lasts and then after the love bombing stage kind of is like distance and discarding so if you're in a relationship the first month or two is so amazing oh my god this is my person this is my soulmate blah 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 and then something happens and they start just not responding or they start distancing you and you're like what the fuck i'm dating this person what the hell is going on so they start distancing themselves and like all this stuff happens um and you know, this can go, this kind of goes through multiple cycles. And that's how people get stuck in these types of relationships is they push you away and they're really crappy and then it just flips a switch and then they want the validation back and then they're annoyed by you and then you're discarded again. So it's like nothing. And from what I've learned about this, nothing is as intense or is as good 
as the initial love bombing stage. So you're confused if you're not educated about this stuff and you're just continually trying to get back to how the relationship was in the beginning. You're like, he was my Prince Charming and he was my soulmate and he was all these things in the beginning. I'm just trying to get back to that person. And the highs after that are almost as good as that, but not quite. And then the lows are like you feeling like complete trash in this relationship. So it's this crazy up and down cycle, which I I think, and in my case, I realized that that they they can i mean i i think the narcissistic person may even be confused themselves and be trying to rationalize what they're doing with less toxic things um but i think they also can say these things which also makes you confused where they're just like i have intimacy issues or like I'm scared that I'm not enough for you or like all these things. They use these things to justify why they're pulling away. And then only from the outside can you see like, holy shit, it's been push, pull, push, pull for like weeks. Like what the fuck is going on? Um, So that's kind of love bombing and kind of like the cycle of like a love bombing, toxic, narcissistic type of relationship. And like, I just want to speak to this as well because I was just in one of those and I hope if you're in one or if you're getting out and you're just starting to realize, like, I really hope you don't shame yourself about not realizing it when you were in it because I've done like a lot of work on myself. Like I've consistently been in therapy for three years and have changed and worked on myself and think of myself as a very self-aware person and um, aware of other people around me as well. And I was so stuck in like, it took me, almost two months post my breakup to realize what was going on. Um, So please don't shame yourself if you're just starting to realize that or if you stayed in one of these for a long time. Um, Yeah, it's confusing and that's why it's called manipulation, which I'm about to talk about as well. Um, But yeah, I kind of want to make the distinction with, with narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder because... You know, someone can love bomb you and do something like that just because they're very insecure and there may not necessarily be a narcissist or have narcissistic personality disorder or, you know, all of these things or they could have some narcissistic traits and narcissism and all these things, they come, you know, they come usually from childhood. You know, people can be born and they have they have some traits which maybe predispose them slightly. Um, but a lot of this this tendency comes from childhood trauma or comes from being raised in a household where love is very conditional um, and or they grew up with a narcissistic parent. Um, so that's kind of just where all of this comes from. But basically narcissism is kind of, you know, narcissism is a noun. It's just a word. People can be narcissists, but to narcissistic personality disorder has to be actually diagnosed by a clinician. But most of the people that have these characteristics have such an inflated sense of self and are so grandiose. And another characteristic of them is no accountability and they never think they are wrong and they blame 
everything on other people. So these people probably never go to therapy because they don't think something's wrong unless life really gets like effed up for them. So the the numbers with narcissistic personality disorder in our society are like 1%, but these characteristics and these things that I'm describing are way higher because people that are narcissistic and probably would meet criteria for this never get help. And Dr. Romani Dravosula um, is an amazing resource. I started listening to this podcast where this guy is a diagnosed narcissist and talks about it. Amazing resource. Um, I'm going to link my past episode where I talked about gaslighting because that's another top tactic of narcissists, but I'm also going to link these two podcasts because I think they would be really helpful for you if you're experiencing this. But yeah, so I just wanted to make that distinction with narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder. And Dr. Romani, who's like a big person who talks about this, says that she thinks that people who are narcissists and have these characteristics, it's probably more around 20% of the people in our society. So one in five people that you could meet, that you could date, have these characteristics, which is scary, um, of blatantly lying and manipulating and love bombing and gaslighting, which I'm not going to really go into too much in this episode because I discussed it in another one. But gaslighting is basically deflecting blame and making you question your reality. But I'll link the other episode about that. But that is definitely a tactic of narcissists. Um, So some of the characteristics of people that have narcissistic personality disorder or who are narcissists is they have this excessive need for love and admiration, which is why they love bomb you. They have pretty much a complete disregard for anyone else's feelings and they don't really have empathy, like they have a small bit of empathy. And when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, this gets into what's the difference between a narcissist and um, a psychopath, which I'll talk about briefly. Um, And the narcissist cannot take any criticism, has a sense of entitlement, and This person really has no sense of self, which can be a sign that you can detect in someone when you're early, like when you're dating them and in the early stages. Because when I think back to my ex, he completely had no idea who he was and repeatedly told me this. And people who are narcissists as well, they have this kind of low level anxiety constantly because they present as very grandiose and very charming and very likable and they have this big ego but deep down they're very insecure and they're always on edge because they think people are going to criticize them and they have no they like really have no ability to take any criticism and if they get criticism the criticism is turned around on the person that gave the criticism as they are wrong, which is a form of gaslighting. So just to briefly talk about, because this is important as well, but narcissistic personality disorder, um, these people are kind of frightening to be completely honest, but they are not so sociopaths or psychopaths. The main difference with kind of sociopaths and psychopaths is absolutely no empathy. Narcissists have a slight bit of empathy 
they're able to fake empathy. Sociopaths and psychopaths do not have any empathy and their nervous system rarely is activated. That's why they can like basically murder people and or do crazy things and they have no activation in their nervous system. Like nothing feels scary or a threat to them. Um, narcissists, like I said, their nervous system is extremely activated all the time because they're so um, scared of criticism. So that's kind of just a distinction there. Um, and I just want to talk briefly about manipulation. So love bombing, of course, is a form of manipulation. Um, they want to have your love and affection so they can control you, which is really sad and really sick. <laughs> if you ask me, um, gaslighting is also a form of manipulation of making you doubt your reality. So you basically stay with these people. Um, and there's a lot of other types of manipulation that I'll talk about later too, where these people basically just, um, get control of you and isolate you and make you question your reality and, um, use love and emotions to trap you in these abusive relationships, which is really sad and sick and disgusting if you ask me. So I'm going to kind of go into my own experience with this. And like I said, I feel like I've been in a crazy fog of unraveling this the past two weeks because I have encountered narcissistic people in the past. My dad is a narcissist. Um, I've had narcissistic bosses, but I've never fully gotten into a relationship with someone that was this way and I was so deceived and so tricked and so lied to um, and it just baffles me that someone can be this way and I, it's so confusing because narcissists present as very charming and charismatic people who are curious because they they want to gain information on you to manipulate you not because they think you're cool and interesting um, unfortunately, maybe they do think you're cool and interesting, but eventually the things that they loved about you when they were love bombing you become the things that they hate about you because those are the things that make them feel insecure. So I'm just want to emphasize this too. The reason I'm putting this podcast out is because I think there's really not that much good information out about these people. And that's why so many people stay in these relationships and get tied into it. And when you can put a name to these things, then it I, it helps. And I think there's just such a stigma on narcissism and everyone's like, not everyone's a narcissist, blah, blah, blah. But some people are. <laughs> and sometimes you need the labels and to identify these people so you can move on. Because narcissists too, they do not change. They do not at all change and they only will change if they realize that they're hurting people or that their life is messed up enough and they want to change for them. Like these people aren't changing. 
So if you encounter them, run, <laughs> leave. If they want to change, they'll change. Get out of the situation. No matter how much they seem to love you in the love bombing stage, leave and get out. Um, so yeah, I've never been in like a full on relationship with a narcissistic person. I encountered one in Boston. I kind of dated one for a month on the Outer Banks. Um, my dad is one which, you know, I was manipulated for 23 years of my life before I found that out, which is horrible. Um, And (laughs) I'm losing my train of thought because this is all just so much. Um, And now I have been in in a relationship with this type of person and was completely fooled and tricked. And now the way I see it and the feelings I had, I was completely love bombed at the beginning. I have never been in love before. So it was very confusing to me because I felt like I had met my person. I felt like I had met my soulmate. I felt so loved and so met and he faked empathy at the beginning and I felt like he had great communication skills. I felt like he was so self-aware. I just felt he was everything that I had wanted in a person of this artistic person that also wanted to travel everywhere. He told me we were going to move to Spain together. Um, he told me he wanted to marry me. He talked with me about kids and like how I would be a good mother and like all this crazy stuff. Um, and I just felt like this is what it feels like when you meet the one, um, which is not what it feels like, I guess, when you meet the one. Um, so this all happened and then kind of like what I told, which I see completely differently now in my episode reflecting on 2021, um, I was discarded. My ex did not want to deal with me anymore, really. And after the kind of love bombing phase was over, I can see it more clearly now that there were subtle red flags kind of coming out and subtle jabs that were mean things that he said to me of oh in in the beginning I could just tell you liked me so much clearly saying that he liked that I was so into him and got high off of that and like who why would you say that if it was a healthy relationship and like it's just a weird thing to say and he told me that his intuition told him that he should have never hung out with me the first time we hung out also just like even if that was true and your intuition said that that's just like a mean thing to say to someone else so there were like these subtle red flags and these things where he would push me away and then things would be better and then he'd be like we're moving to spain next year and then he would distance and not respond to me and text me for two days and I would be like what the fuck is going on that he would blame it on being depressed and then like this cycle again would would get confusing and I what I thought was this person had bipolar disorder I didn't think I was in a toxic relationship that it was push-pull which maybe he did have bipolar disorder I have no fucking idea what is wrong with this person um so it was push-pull back and forth me trying to fix it because I thought these this person's fears and wounds were just coming out and I wanted to be there for this person um, when really I was on some sort of crazy roller coaster ride of um, manipulation and abuse. And I've recently been told that the whole time we were dating, 
my ex was trying to pick up girls too. So clearly he lied about pretty much everything about himself. I don't even know what the fuck is true about this person now. Um, except that he's a liar and a manipulator. I know that for sure. Um, which is just like, I, I know you guys have probably listened to episodes and like, I just want to validate whoever's gone through this, the profound amount of grief there is in this because I thought I really knew this person and I was so intimate with this person sexually. I felt so safe with this person emotionally. I felt so safe with this person and it's really scary to be so wrong about a person and it feels really horrible like it just it feels so horrible to be so wrong about a person and to have shared that much time with this person and it's it's intense and I just want to validate anyone that has experienced that um and yeah and the way that I found out finally that the truth of this is I I kind of started to figure out that I that I thought it was love bombing because I was listening to some podcast about it because it kind of just added up but I saw the benefit of the doubt in my ex still then and was just like oh he's just insecure like that this is what he did blah 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 because in the relationship we did talk about how he was insecure and how he didn't have a sense of self and then the next day he would be so self-confident and asking me to move to Spain um so I figured good intent he just he love bombed that sucks he did that but he's not a malicious person um and then basically I called him out on acting rude to me at the coffee shop he worked at um and just sent it in a way of non-violent communication of when you did this it made me feel upset blah 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 just trying to reach out to get an apology and was upset because that coffee shop was special to me and he was taking it from me um she still is doing that um and basically the response I got was crazy it basically shamed me for reaching out to him and said that I was a victim and then the message said that my energy was toxic and he was just lonely and he never loved me and that I should try to be positive and when he was around me he complained more and that my energy was toxic and shitty and he needed to protect his energy so he had no interest in being friends and I had was just being a victim um which is very much a lot of red flags a lot of like that gaslighting you know what I mean like the reality of what happened do I think his truth is that he never loved me and he was just lonely and my energy is toxic? No, that's not truth. That's not reality. That is the reality of a person, like I said, that cannot take criticism, that cannot be accountable for hurting people um, because it says something bad about their ego and their ego is fragile. That is someone that has to deflect blame and make you wrong not them and that's exactly what I got out of that message and that message clued me into this is a narcissistic person because the last narcissist I encountered besides my father was a person in Boston who did a very similar thing to me used very similar language of this will be hard to hear and a message that says something like I don't 
I have no ill intent and then says the meanest, most hurtful things ever. That was exactly what this person did in Boston when I recorded the first episode about this. Um, when he said, this may be hard to hear, but I was never sexually attracted to you, which he completely was. Anyway, gaslighting as well. Um, so yeah, that clued me in because I've gotten messages from people and encountered people like this before. If this is a narcissistic person, I'm not going to argue with this person's fucked up view of reality. Then I find out he was talking to girls the whole time we were dating. I'm like, well, this person is just a horrible person. <laughs> And it's given me some closure in that. Um, But yeah, I think that's, those are the main things that I'm going to share for today. Really want to get this episode out just because I'm so passionate about educating people on this. And if you're in these types of relationships, get the fuck out, run from these people. Um, And I want to do an episode on healing from this too. But my one piece of advice that I'll give right now with all of this is block this person in your life block them on everything when they send crazy shit like the message i got just don't engage literally just don't respond because that person is never going to see your perspective or point of view because their whole identity and sense of self is around them never being wrong so you trying to explain your perspective will never get through to this type of person so don't even waste your breath avoid this person as much as you humanly can and if you see them in person honestly don't run because this person wants control just high by and that's that's it and i will say too when you get out of this relationship and when you get messages like that that are so mean and hurtful please do not take them to heart delete the message if you don't want to read it and remind yourself of who you are Remind yourself of the truth of who you are and fuck that person. Fuck that person. And surround yourself with the friends and the people in your life that really care about you and let them re-remind you of the person you are if you get out of this relationship feeling damaged by everything you went through. Because of course you're going to. It's crazy. Um, Work with a therapist. Do what you can to remember that those person's words are a reflection of their own pain and hurt and have absolutely nothing to do with you. (sighs) But yeah, I will do a new, I will do another episode about this and healing from this and plan to have some people on to talk about this. I think it's really, 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 really important. So important. And a big part of my healing journey is educating myself on this. But I love you guys, and I hope your 2022 is off to a good start. You're getting out of toxic relationships. You're moving forward. You're moving on. You're doing you. You're going to the gym. You're looking sexy. You're doing your skincare routine. You're surrounding yourself with loving, amazing people. You're getting those raises. You're getting that money. All the fucking good things because you deserve them all, and you don't deserve people like this in your life. And I'm saying this to myself as well. But I love you guys, and I'll see you next week for another episode of The Pod. All the love.